welcome back to the Connected Packaging Summit of 2022. Today, um, I am now joined by Nathan Anderson, who is the CEO founder at ScanTrust, and Johnny Hobika, which I'm hoping I've pronounced that right, um, who is managing director for EPAC Flexible Packaging. So this is our third session today. We've already heard from Sharon, who talked to us about QR codes um, and how those can be used in many different ways, even on uh, safari marathon runs. Then we heard very nicely just now from Tony and Neil about NFC. And now we're going to hear about flexible packaging, EPAC and ScanTrust. So before we get into that, um, as, as by my normal process, I would love just to hear an interesting fact that not many people know about you. Uh, I'm gonna go straight to Nathan. Um, tell us your interesting fact. Sure. Well, I was going to go into one about uh, a time I, I lived as a, let's say, an amateur um, poker player, but that's much more interesting over a pint. And I'll stay with the theme of airport stories from our previous um, <laughs> panel. I didn't shut down a terminal, but um, back when I studied, I was studying abroad in Australia some time ago, many moons ago. And when I was leaving the country, um, I had overstayed my visa, which was uh, caused all sorts of problems, fines, maybe you know, blacklist from the country, but I happened to be going through um, the checkout time at the same time the Jackass crew, if anybody remembers that TV show yeah. of a bunch of hooligans from many years ago, they were leaving from Australia filming, going to LA where I was in the same flight, um, and they helped smuggle me out um, of the country as part of the crew. <gasps> so for a very short period of time, at least according to Australian customs, I was part of the Jackass crew. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty out yeah. there. All right, Johnny, you better make it good. Uh, well, I, I, I can go on forever with airport stories, Johnny, so, but, but I won't do that. <laughs> no. well, I know who to blame now for, for, for those disruptions. Yeah, well, look, you know, um, uh, interesting, uh, interesting story. Well, I grew up in, uh, in, in Lebanon, hence my surname, which is a little bit uh, confusing when people want to know where I'm from, really. Close to a mountain, and and uh, people also find this quite. Uh, so um, I caught the skiing bug when I was six, and uh, ever since I, I I shoot down mountains basically. And when I do want to disconnect, I climb up in a couple of hours uh, and go back down, um, you know, in in a couple of minutes. And you should see the look on the kids' uh, uh, faces around me when they find all the white hair <laughs> you know, pop up. So uh, yeah, that that's that's my fun bit, and. Um, uh, you know. Uh... Got it. Got it. All good. All lots of lots of good stories. Okay. Well, um, you guys have, have been working together on some really interesting uh, projects. Um, tell us a little bit about the partnership. Tell us a little bit about um, the connected uh, EPAC, the flexible packaging. Sure. Well, uh, let me start off, Johnny, and you can you can jump in to to finish it up. But uh, our collaboration, we're both. Both companies are part of uh, working with HP and uh, Indigo team for, for many years. At ScanTrust, we've been working with the HP Indigo team um, for anti-counterfeiting connected packaging experiences for six plus years. And uh, a few years ago in, in Tel Aviv, um, I met with uh, Jack, who's the CEO of, of EPAC, working along with, with Johnny um, as they were fairly early on in their, in their, their, their journey. Um, and it was very much captured by their, their digital first uh, nature. And the, the conversation started then and uh, at that moment, but they, they really started to get going with, with Johnny and the team in the UK when uh, 
started to put all the, the puzzle pieces together um, for, from there on, which we're going to dive in deeper um, later today. Um, but Johnny, if you want to add on that, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, look, it's, uh, for, for us, it's been a wonderful journey together. And, and we, we saw that collaboration, I think, from, from our first call, Nathan, right? I mean, we saw the potential of where we're heading with this. But it all started also from the idea of why we actually um, exist as an EPAC. And, and we exist to help really, although we, we, we do supply packaging, but we're not a packaging uh, or flexible packaging company. And, and I'm working maybe on changing that name, but it, it, it becomes even harder <laughs> to, see, to see what we do. But we, we really help brands grow. And um, if you click on our website, uh, this is exactly what we do. The forefront of the page is we help uh, small, medium-sized businesses grow their brands. And when, when um, you know, when the, the, the start of the collaboration started with how can we make this accessible to all our clients to really use it and scale up their, um, their branding. And um, it made sense. And uh, we went off and uh, sorted out all the technical jargon, and now we have a solution. And it's 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 quite uh, quite important, at least from the start, for our audience to understand that this is in the market and it's available, and they can get it in ten days if they place an order with us today. They can get a scan trust uh, coded pouch or uh, roll stock, uh, you know, uh, before the end of the month, uh, if if uh, if they want to. And this is the disrupting uh, factor in it. Yeah, and I, I think it's just, you know, just f further adding on this. I mean, we, we've been at ScanTrust. We've been um, offering connected uh, packaging uh, platform services for over over eight years now. And um, especially in the early stages, you know, when we started going back 2014, 2015, 2016, um, there were a lot of barriers to, I mean, the, the potential of connected packaging there, what it could do for your, for, you know, in terms of connecting a, you know, connecting the digital world to the physical world and interacting with your customers, using it for internal supply chain traceability, efficiency, or anti-counterfeiting. Th those are those 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 pillars have always been there, and 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 the benefits from them have always been there. But there's been many barriers in place to allow a brand owner to be able to realize those um, those those efforts. One of the first projects we did actually required eight different vendors. For the brand to go, I mean, they had a big problem, so it was worth the effort to do it. But that, that just wasn't scalable. And and what we've seen over over the past eight years is really a you know the, the trend pushing for the need of those solutions have always been there and only growing stream, especially post pandemic. But there's been a convergence of technological trends which have allowed for the barriers to be removed. That that be the uh, the increases in and in, uh, advancements in digital printing. The improvements and and backend uh, platforms we have dedicated connected products platforms which which are enabling that that seamless digital to um, physical uh, connection uh, and and then a growing awareness by end consumers of what is the power of connected packaging. You know, I remember you know first times we were having conversations, people were like, wait, what is a QR code? What does it do? Why would I use it? That has completely gone away. It's less about you know what why should I use a QR code into how I could use a QR code or an NFC chip or really any connected packaging experience. And the beauty of what we we set up here. Uh, that really attracted us to, to work with EPAC is Johnny coming back to the points of focusing on SMEs is largely most of the projects we have done historically have been with bigger brands, companies that have the resources that have a big enough problem, big enough budget that's worth to, to kind of spend on making this happen. And so there was really this big challenge that we had at us, like how companies who are operating on very small budgets, how can we give them this rich, robust um, tools for connected packaging uh, at a price that's going to be able to work 
for, for them at the, the size and scale they are. Um, and, and that really was the, the main challenge that we had that we had to design and develop on and that we were able to achieve. Yeah. So let's tell uh, the audience, there might be some people here who are not really sure. What, what yep. would the, so obviously we're talking about EPAC, that has a ScanTrust um, connection to it. What is ScanTrust going to enable people or brands and consumers to be able to do? So let me try to answer this one, Nathan. Um, Go so for basically, it. Johnny, it's EPAC flexible packaging. We offer a, um, a, a, let's say, global solution in Asia, Europe, and the US to um, clients who want to buy mainly food packaging, but other packaging as well in, in the form of uh, functional packaging that is barrier packaging and pouches that protect you know food and 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 um, and other items you know that need protection so we we already uh, there is an industry around flexible packaging which i'm sure everybody is almost aware of what it is everybody's bought something you know packaged now everybody who also ordered packaging knows how complex that process is to order their packaging to design it to actually the lead times involved with it and and so on so the reason we existed a few years ago, and this was, uh, we were probably a couple of factories around that time when, you know, Jack came to see me and said, okay, this is, there's a great idea here. Now I, I was in the flexible packaging business uh, and I, I jumped on it straight on because I could see how difficult it is, the environment we, 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 we worked in to actually achieve a flexible packaging solution and what EPAC could bring to the table in terms of solving those problems. Now, and, and I'm talking like a, a really out of scale uh, solution where, where packaging usually takes 10 weeks to be delivered. We delivered in one week or, uh, you know, a couple of weeks where actually the costs of, you know, uh, setting up a, a, a range of packaging is around 20, 30 grand minimum. We talk about a couple of grand, even less now around, you know, under a thousand pounds, even in Europe to actually get going with a range of packaging that is as good as the best out there, if not, you know, the best. So for us, this was solved. And when we, when we go to our clients, um, we tell them that, you know, to try us, they place their order, they get their packaging, what they need in, uh, in 10, 15 days. And by the way, we do not, we, we do not consider ourselves as digital. Uh, we use digital, we use the HP platform, yes, to get to deliver that message. But we, our main focus is guys, we can give it to you in a very, ownership cost effective way you reduce your obsolescence so on and so forth so we sit in front of those meetings and the conversation goes okay what now if we free up 80 90 percent of the time of those purchasers and and you know brand managers and marketing team not to worry about the supply chain of packaging so you know the conversation shifts to what we can do with those solutions and then came the scan trust idea and they enabled through the, the, the ScanTrust QR code to become a vehicle, a channel, a YouTube channel, a, a channel that actually all the brands will have different needs to work through. Um, you know, like all the, the, the guys discussed before us, all the different uh, solutions that the NFC provides, authentication, the traceability, the, uh, you know, customer engagement, the track and trace, uh, you, you name it, you know, lottery, coupons, um, lots of ideas out there. But the challenge was always, I'm, I'm too worried about my supply chain. I don't have time actually to think about what you're telling me. And when we start talking about those things, we lose the, the focus. 
because they, you know they're worried about their delivery time they're unit worried about the unit cost they're worried about the structure if it works or not they're worried about scalability and all of this takes a huge chunk of the you know th their objective and once we solve all that and we offer them that solution then then we're talking about interesting stuff and the number of meetings we went to where we sat in front of uh, customers and they told us well, you know what uh, it's interesting flexible packaging is interesting again <laughs> because it was becoming really boring talking about material cpp pet pe's you know and all of this in a sustainable in a sustainable offering uh, we we can talk about that as well later on, but I, I, you know I'll let you guide the conversation, Jenny. I'm not sure if if right. Well, I mean I I think Jenny you mentioned an important point is you came up with a solution that frees up not only is it cost effective for them and, and reduces their lead times, all things are incredibly important, especially from a cash flow perspective for for a small business, but it freed up time, and and this is where the conversation started to like okay, what else can you do with packaging? And this is where the connected packaging offering was a natural step to them and so what we essentially do you know for those of you who are not familiar with, with scan trust um you know what what we do is we we help generate and manage the life cycle of, of digital identities and we we exist because we believe that each and every product in the future whether it's through just the pure business value of it or regulation um is going to have a digital identity either at the fku level batch level or increasingly at the at the unit level and off of that there's a myriad of use cases across consumer engagement, supply chain, um, traceability, and, and anti-counterfeiting in our platform manages the life cycle of that unique identity and enables these, these business cases and use cases to come out. And, you know, and, and so, you know, essentially taking on, building on what Johnny, and from there now switching back to what Johnny was saying about what they were able to do from the purchasing of the packaging experience and then tying that back to the first mention i mentioned where some of the first projects i had where it was eight different vendors involved and to develop this it was a wonderful experience it was a very successful project but eight vendors you know once again you talk about that if you're a brand owner you know i have to manage eight vendors you don't want that and really what we went out to design is create an easy button um, you know, I don't know if Staples is in the UK, but in the US, when I was growing up, there was a commercial from Staples, this home office supply where just come to our store, you get everything you need for your home and office supplies. You just press the easy button. It's this big red button, very successful ad campaign many moods ago. And that's what we've created with EPAC Connect. Essentially, what we've done is we've combined the power of the EPAC Connect um, platform um, from the digital printing and the digital ordering of the streamlining of that packaging with the Scantrux uh, um, uh, product um, cloud, connected product cloud solution, um, and integrated those solutions together from an operational perspective. So all of these conversations that you previously had to have is like, how do I get the QR code on the packaging? What software integration do I need to make? Blah, 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 can go on. We're, we're reduced, whereas do you want to code or not? Do you want to yeah. communicate with your, your users or not? And literally, they just have to check off um, uh, a, a tick box, <laughs> um, and this it's 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 initially there's a there's a freemium version which is essentially self serve, and then there's more advanced paid versions, um, which can also be self served or where other um, tools uh, and, and service providers can help you um, with. But the idea is it just made it so easy to interact. There there was some work behind the scenes that we EPAC and us that had had to do. Um, and, and integration software systems, such as with the ESCO um, solution that uh, EPAC is, is using. Um, but what came out of this was something now, oh, you want to talk connected packaging? You're now removing 80, 90% of the conversation about 
okay, how do we make this happen? Instead, okay, now we, I can get this successful. What can I do with my customers? And this give once again frees up time to really focus on the most powerful part of connected packaging is how can I deliver value something valuable to my end customers and in 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 the same effect help my brand out. Uh, and that is the power of of EPAC Connect. Yeah, you, you touched on something here, Nathan. So right now, just to again, we're we're quite. Um, uh, in this. Uh, so Jenny, if, if we're missing something, just call it out and we'll explain it. But right now, right now, our customers can free of charge, place their orders, and they get unique codes on pouches that are printed by the hundreds of thousands, right? So they, they, they can get this, and then they can later on, the, 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 there is a very I mean, it's a free version. It's a freemium, yes, but it has it, it, it has a lots of bells and whistles. They can use the link on our website to go see what it does. The, the, the freemium version already does a lot. And the idea behind that is we don't want to waste our time and energy to actually explain one-to-one -to, -one to the customers what we wanted to do. So we want to offer them that experience that they can find on themselves and create. And we don't want that, that, that uh, sign-up, uh, you know, uh, process to take their time and to cost them money, uh, really, uh, they can have those codes, they can use them the way they want to use them. And we're using them as EPAC packaging to package our sustainable offering to our to our customers. So when you're talking about recyclability, when you're talking about palpability of grades, when you're talking about the material we use and we buy, we actually use the uh, a, a, a green EPAC Connect branded uh, solution to actually if, if the customer wants it, they can take it off as well and they can get their green credentials. Even we're taking it a little bit further to give a, uh, to give a life cycle analysis with the packaging that they provided. So we're working on, on, on a, uh, you know, a more intelligent way as well. So think about it like that. You have all the different suppliers that Nathan was talking about. They all come together in the form of a packaging and then our, our customers, they put product in this and they talk to their consumers. So there's a lot of going on uh, and everyone is a specialist in, in their case. The channel to package all that information, make it, make it available as, as, as required is available right now and different people will have different needs for it. And you could say, okay, this material is sustainable. It was sourced from this end. The plastic was is recyclable, or you can recycle it in the UK, and uh, you know through OPRL advice or through different you know channels in 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 the continent or in the US. All of this can be very well addressed uh, in in that sort of communication channel, which so, is so yeah. Johnny, I think that's great. I think you've really explained um, how you've taken away those kind of conversations about how to get the QR code onto the pack, how's it going to work, that type of thing. Um, we've got a question though, Nathan, that you might be able to help us with from Claudio, which is saying, you know, um, can you explain uh, ScanTrust and what it does in 30 seconds? Because it sounds very complicated. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, sorry for making it sound complicated, but in, in, in thanks for the question to, you know, make it much, much simpler than that. Essentially, what, what we do is we work with packaging companies and brand owners to help put digital identities on packaging in the form of QR codes, uh, NFC, RFID, whatever is the identifier that helps you connect to the internet. And then once those unique digital identifiers are on packaging, our platform is managing the life cycle of that unique digital ID, um, as it moves from production through to warehouses, distribution chain, retailers, it, 
the end consumers and increasingly what Johnny was starting to touch in is the circularity in terms of how it's involved in recycling. So our platform manages that each and every interaction that happens with that unique digital identity, we record the data within our platform, which is used um, um, for, for business intelligence, and it helps streamline the end user experience. You know, for example, if someone scans, um, you know, in, uh, in the UK, they will see a different experience than someone who's scanning in Germany, uh, et cetera. So enabling just a streamlined uh, experience for end users to deliver the content that's uh, relevant to them. Mm -hmm. So this could enable uh, consumers to see um, source information, authentication information, perhaps. So, yeah, Jenny, we already have customers using it for different reasons. So we have yeah. customers that want to actually, they were, they, they, they are worried about, for instance, um, uh, product recall. So we said, okay, you can easily do a product recall exercise because if, if every one of those items are tagged and we can, you know, we can give you this in a, in a very methodical way. You can actually, in your production, tag those numbers to certain production runs and then recall them. We have people who are actually, uh, you know, uh, producing hops. Actually, this is only a couple of weeks ago, and they have different flavors, and they do not they do not know how much of each batch will will produce. Uh, you know, uh, to be able to order packaging specific to this batch. So also they use the connected packaging information on those different pouches to actually tag. We have customers that use it a lot for authentication. It has a an authentication uh, level, which, you know, Nathan, you can go into the, 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 the detail of authentication and how it works. There are two levels of verification and authentication, sure. but, but there's a lot of traction in there. Um, we have other customers that, that use it as a coupon, like if you buy 10, you know, uh, get the, the 11th for free kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, how do you differentiate? Every product is different and then they do some work around it. Um, when we go to shows and we exhibit our products as EPAC, uh, our packaging, we actually offer, um, uh, you know, some sort of a, a small raffle. Uh, and it's a raffle ticket because they take out our packaging and they, they can scan it and they fill in, you know, rather than fill in their information, every package is like a, a unique. Uh, so we know the codes that are out there and we pick a number at the end of the day. So it's it has a plethora of use. I don't know exactly how the market will use it, but for sure, uh, if they're using it for different reasons and, you know, in different ways right now. Uh, so, yeah. And, and you know, and I think it, you know, essentially, each and every project that we do, you know, it, 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 we call it connected products, connected packaging, but it's really an IoT project. And even companies who have the similar product will use uh, a connected packaging in a different way, and and that's smart. Uh, the foundation of what you need to make it happen in the back end of the software platform and printing a unique a digital identity, that that foundation is the same. But at the end of the day, you really need to focus on. Your, your end consumers. What is value to them, valuable to them? What is the demographics to them? A campaign that might be successful in China is not going to be successful in Germany and vice versa. These are very different consumers. And so people, depending on what their brand is, their brand values, why people are purchasing them, what's interesting to their end users, will use the solution in different ways. And so that's why you need to have a flexible platform which enables all of these various use cases to really provide a broad basis. Now, I do want to bring it back briefly, and I think hopefully I can share my screen it's because uh, to authentication, because this was a topic that was discussed in the last panel as well. And, and one thing that very special through that ScanTrust has developed and is offered um, through the um, the uh, the EPAC Connect platform is we have generated a secure 
QR code. So you can go on our blog and we have a blog post about uh, comparing the different types of ways you can use QR code solutions for anti-counterfeiting. Um, the most common use today um, with QR codes is what's called a serial, serialized QR code, which is where each and every prod, uh, product or item has a unique QR code. And when that happens, um, you know, in theory, only one of those digital identities should exist if there's no counterfeit. So if you see something fraudulent in the scan data as we're collecting information from each scan, for example, a code was scanned in China and the UK at the same time, or a code has been scanned a hundred times by a hundred different users, you typically know something is up, that this has been, you know, there's something, a counterfeit that's happened. And so this is an important tool, serialization, the pharma industry has used this in regulations to help mitigate risk and supply chain. However, the problem with this is that a barcode, any barcode, and certainly a regular QR code can be copied very easily. Um, and then you need to rely on a high level of scans to happen to identify that fraud. And then once you've identified it, somebody who scanned a, a fraudulent code might have already you know, been told this is real because the, the, you know, the, the fact that it's fraudulent has not been triggered. And so what we've done at Scantrust, if you look in the far right of my screen here, is we've created a secure QR code in the middle of the QR codes that we generate in our platform is a padded in technology that helps identify whether a packaging is an original or a copy of a packaging. And how it works is this graphic in the middle, which we call our secure graphic, is a high density um, information. There's many pixels that are printed and compacted in one. And it takes advantage of the fact that printing is an imperfect process. So anytime you print something onto a substrate, you're losing some of the information because the ink will smear or there's dot, what's called dot gain happen with the packaging. And our secure graphic has enhance this to maximize this natural occurrence. So this is an original, let's say this is an original print right here, um, but um, essentially here, oh no, sorry, scroll down by mistake. Um, it, it's only 60% of the original, um, um, the original digital file. If someone's to make a scan of this, a digital scan and reprint it, which is what they need to do to make a copy, you're losing more information. And so just using your normal smartphone, um, we work both with apps and appless. You can, you don't even need an app. You can open up your web browser and take a picture. When you take a scan of that QR code, we first say, is this a code in our system? Is it okay? Has it had any of those fraudulent occurrences? If not, we extract that secure graphic, compare it to the original digital file, and based off of the similarity score, we know if this is original or fake. And so this has been a huge, this technology is now used not only by brand owners, but we work with governments. We're on driver's license, secure documents. It's incredibly um, cost-effective, scalable way to create banknote level security in your packaging um, without adding tremendous amount of additional cost uh, into your printing or materials. Uh, right. And so this is the offer, offering we see, especially with some of the uh, EPAC Connect clients, you know, in the cannabis industry, for example, or pet foods where there's quite a number of counterfeit mm -hmm. premium foods where there, there's interest um, in, in using this as a way to provide brand protection services. And, and the scalability element of it, Nathan, is that we can print it on, on the packaging itself. So it's not a label transferable or, you know, so you're, it's part and parcel of the package. Um, and um, it, it's, it's, you know. You can't take it off. Exactly. You cannot transfer right. it. It's not an additional cost as, as, a, as a printing. And, and there's a, like the freemium version is already very good and already is used quite openly. And I think, um, that is the beauty of it. It's just it, people don't really have to, um, you know, try to take a decision of how they can use it and where to use it and how they monetize it or they want to monetize it. They can 
they can engage and, and the question becomes or or actually they the, the, the challenge becomes for you folks in the creative industry, for your, you know, your agency, uh, Jenny, and how you approach those solutions. If, if we can provide such solutions for you, you know, in, in, in this short time and without the hassle and without a, uh, you know, an obstruction on costs, what can you do with it? Uh, and and how you can promote it and this is the reason uh, also there's this conference is to educate you know at the market how they can scale this up and use it but but the tool is there and uh, you know no, what I, you do I, with I it think, is johnny the tool is there and i i shared the the link to the the epac yeah. connect sign up for those who uh, who want to experience it i think seeing is believing yeah, and I think I think what you're talking about in terms of being able to solve the perhaps you could say boring uh, questions first, you know, what materials, how do I get it on, which means yeah. you you're you're opening up that kind of um, thinking time really to say, okay, well now we know we can get the packaging, we can get it quickly, uh, we can get the QR code on there. But now we need to kind of think about instead of those things, what are the best ways to activate this? How do we best best make use of it? Um, you know, how can, how can uh, our, our brands learn about our consumers? How can we ensure that we're communicating the authentication, but also, um, you know, you can engage, talk about loyalty cards, talk competitions, all those types of things as well. And if it's not enabled, Jenny, it doesn't cost anything. So you could, as a brand owner, say, okay, I don't have time right now. I need packaging today. But I don't have time right now to actually focus on what I can do with connected packaging. We put it on for you. We actually print it for you. It doesn't cost a penny more. And when you're ready, maybe six months down the line, when the product is in the market and you come to us and say, okay, I want to do something with it now that the premium version does not allow us to do. Mm -hmm. We flick on a button, we, you know, there is a, 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 a price and, and you can start and it's not a very uh, high price. Again, the, 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 I think looking at the offering as itself, uh, what we can get from it already is substantial. And if somebody wants to do uh, a special, I don't know, blockchain track and trace um, uh, kind of authentication bespoke, yeah, we flick retrospectively. We have those codes. We have the information. Scantrust is already storing that information for us, is already maintaining it, managing it, and so on. And retrospectively to the launch, people can work through mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. which is, an, again, another dimension to consider. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that means that they have the opportunity, um, even if they hadn't been thinking of it, to take advantage of it. As you're saying, yeah. it's included anyway. What about um, some, some case studies? We've talked a little bit about it. Have you got any case studies that we can talk about? Um, maybe kind of... We have, we have loads of case studies. They are all on our website. They are all, all on our blogs. If you want to see um, the, the, you know, our, our kind of customers, what they want to do with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, holding, a, I'm holding an actual product, a Gulf, and it has, it has uh, you know, it has a, uh, a scan trust QR code with authentication and... Uh, these folks have dietary information attached to, the, to these and they change them. I haven't looked for a while, but um, a, a case study would be like, like an event, for instance, that you want to, let's say it's, a, it's a, not a virtual conference, Jenny, let's say it's a physical conference. We can easily um, send you a, a bunch of products 
uh, cookies, um, you know, uh, whatever, uh, nuts, uh, any, anything that we can engage with our audience with. And you can very easily, since you know you get a couple of boxes from the market, each pouch is unique. You can run a, uh, a conference uh, feedback uh, campaign and give an incentive through uh, you know a set of uh, questions and answers. And if they complete the, the uh, they, they get that. And they can do that by using the product. So they take the product, they scan, they fill the campaign, and they, they are in for a uh, for for and, and these can be arranged quite easily because the product is in the market. You only buy the product. We can geotag it, for instance, to to have it enabled for I don't know uh, a couple of hours, Nathan. Right around London, it will direct to a certain uh, website, for instance, and you can get it going. So, or you can design it yourself if if it's uh, if we know the numbers. So, what we can do with it is really up to the creative, um, you know, uh, creativity of each of our brand owners. What it is, it is a. Uh, a scalable, um, very affordable, uh, even free to the to starting point, I would say, a solution that is ready to go. And, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, I really invite my, you know, our audience to go onto our website. There's a special EPAC Connect. I mean, I can share the links if you, I think you already did that, right, Nathan? Nathan well, I shared them. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, it, it varies, you know, as he says, it, it varies from a coffee company using it when you scan a code, you get all of the batch information of the history of that, that, that product, where it came from, the picture of the farmer, where it was processed, what time it was processed, right? So we, we a really have... a, a, a product origin um, transparency story. There's, there's companies, you know, once you scan, register at your 10th yeah. packages, you get a, co a coupon code that connects into the e-commerce experience to get a discount on, on their experience. And then companies who are just using it for as a product authentication feature to allow their consumers to know with trust that they can buy an authentic product um, as well. So it, it, it's quite varied and it's nuanced in, in how um, and how it's implemented. So we had one of our customers wanting to tip the farmers, um, you know, the, the, the farm to fork kind of traceability. So, and, and they, they wanted to tip the farmers so they could trace back the batches to the actual farm. And then somebody will go on the app and then they, the, if they tip five bucks, the farmer will get it in Colombia kind of thing for the coffee. So it's, it's, it's that sort of scalability and, uh, you know, you're, you're really uh, uh, dependent on how creative and how, what, what's the solution that they want to offer. The guys, the guy from the hub, I just explained the hubs guy, you know, he wants to, he wants to just order enough packaging for each batch he makes. And he doesn't know what, what the batch size will be after he cooks it, after he's, you know, he, he's baked it. So it's, um, uh, it's quite challenging for him. And when we offered them the EPAC, so EPAC Connect solution, he said, okay, great. You saved me a machine, kind of label and, you know, uh, inkjet and so on to label the batch and to, to so because it's, again, part of the packaging. Mm -hmm. And also you have the ability to be able to know when that was packaged then and when somebody scanned it. So that time um, yeah. between those two interaction points, which of course will help you with your logistics and, and your understanding That's of right. uh, sell-by date. Um, is there a particular industry vertical that you can see that uses this more? And um, is it because of the product or is that because of a trend? Um, in, in, in terms of um, industry, I think, I think there are a few, rather than, than to really tell you, yes, there's an industry using us quite heavily. For instance, in, in, the, in the US, 
the uh, the CBD industry uses us quite heavily over there. Uh, they have the authentication piece quite important. Uh, there's the definitely the pet food industry are looking at also uh, at, at a solution there. The, uh, the there is, I think there's still um, there's still a, a good amount of uh, education and know-how that is really lacking right now, okay. uh, and we try to convert those. Um, those um, conversations on a one on one by one basis. Um, more people are engaging. The chocolate industry in France is catching up quite nicely. Uh, we had also uh, a good experience. Somebody putting an artwork on the chocolate, the actual artwork, and and it references back to the art. Uh, but it's it's all those different um, creative brands, and one would there's no limitation to what you can do with it, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I see it very broad based. There certainly are certain industries that are adopting this faster than others. CPG it comes to mind, and I, I kind of put wines and spirits um, in, in that category as well. Certainly a very large uptick in use there. Uh, even industrial goods, a product that might be sound a little yeah. boring to us, but, you know, installing circuit breakers in your house that where they're interacting with professional users. So a slightly different use case, but we, we do see it broad based. And um, it, it, it comes back to, to, to the fact that what we see is connected packaging is becoming a, a new pillar of the Marcom tech stack, right? You know, you have your traditional print, you know, print media, you know, TV ads, radio, uh, and then social media, of course, you know, these are all part of the tech stack, but now um, connected packaging is becoming a clear part of that, that tech stack. And certain companies are moving faster than other this. There's been several large CPG brands that have now made the, the decision to put QR codes on every single product that they're doing. They're, they're in the process of rolling it out. It, it varies from unit level serialization to just a SKU specific um, QR code. And so there's varying use cases for that, but it's happening. And, and the reason being is what we see with connected packaging as a channel. Um, you know, if you compare it to the traditional spend, oh, I'm going to spend X amount of money on Google ads or Facebook ads or Instagram ads um, or blast out a bunch of emails uh, to, to customers, all of which are channels which are not going away and are important for brands to interact with their customers. But the type of ROI you're getting at it with connected packaging is much, much higher. You know, the amount you need to spend to get an interaction, the amount you need to spend to get a conversion, much higher. Because when someone, instead of like getting something blasted to them, when someone decides to interact with your brand with a QR code or an NFC or whatever it may be, they're already making the decision. I want to learn more. I want to engage more. And so what we see is anywhere from 10 to 15 X higher conversion rates on programs, whether it be loyalty programs or signing up for a newsletter, or whatever the call to action may be through connected packaging versus these other channels that, that companies are using. For that alone, those who have seen this data now are like, okay, why are we not implementing this on all of our channels? And then it comes, you know, sh the conversation shifts from, you know, why to use it into how to use it and how to use it better. Um, and I think to Johnny's point, it's still early. Brands are getting educated on what's possible. They need to learn more. And I think as, you know, as an industry uh, for packaging providers, service providers, connect, uh, connect packaging providers to folks like yourself at Appetite Cray, I think this conference is fantastic in that, in terms of sharing more about what is what is possible to improve the education on this. And, and you know, to another point beyond the, the use case, without regulations, I think 
unique digital identities would already be in place, but there's a, quite a few regulations that are coming in, into play, including the digital product passport in the EU, which is part of the Green New Deal, which essentially is going to require each and every single industry to, uh, to have a, a, a dig digital identity, typically in the form of a QR code. Uh, coming forward, the first is the battery industry um, in 2024, and there's other industries coming beyond that, is going to force digital identities. So wh whether you're, you're thinking of using it or not, at some point, you're going to be forced to use it by regulation. So why not have a solution that doesn't just make you compliant, which you will need, but also unlocks a lot of opportunities with your with your, yeah. with your end customers? Absolutely. And I think we heard from um, the previous session in terms of the, the, the legislation and, you know, the, the differences in the types of information that brands are going to be forced to have to communicate is, is really there. And you talk about 2024, Correct. they were talking about 2028. And I think there's different regulations depending on the industry. Correct. Yeah, we had different speeds. Yeah, exactly. With spirits and alcohol being there as well. Um, specifically, there's also information that's going to have to be um, included around recycling. So I think that's really um, important yeah, yeah. for brands to, to, to look into. But then, yeah. as you say, if, if you're going to have some sort of um, technology, um, it could be NFC, it could be QR code, to be able to satisfy that legislation, you also have the opportunity to do a lot more. Yeah. Uh, the, sustainability, the, the sustainability piece, piece Danny, is also quite huge. I mean, you're talking about first, you know, plastic or flexible packaging, substrates and monomaterial. And the mere fact, you know, we can shed some light on the materials being used, the operations, and we can package all this in, into the uh, into this uh, code, into this, you know, um, um, digital, uh, you know, footprint of that product. And also we can capture it at end of life as well. So we can give, um, we can give uh, you know, brownie points for people who send it to a recycling center. We can capture that at the end as well. Uh, and uh, also uh, quite important is that because it's, um, it, it's, it's a, uh, embedded in our printing technology and it's scalable due to our HP, common HP platform, uh, there's no need to add another substrate, which is another, uh, uh, you know, big deal in sustainability. You cannot imagine how difficult it is for plastic people to recycle labeled plastic. So when you put a label on the plastic, you're actually polluting a, a, a whole supply chain. You want to keep as much as possible uh, monomaterial use. So there is a lot of merit to actually have that sort of, uh, you know, streamlined system. And I don't think one company on its own can do this. I think it's it's going to be a collaboration between the folks who are focused and on the resins that you know can be uh, PCR generated, whether it's mechanically or chemically or whatever, and the people who are extruding those resins and the people who are bringing in the technology, for instance, like you know ScanTrust to to actually have an ecosystem that's ready to go, focused on this. People like us who actually print and make that a local service to our providers and, and you know, uh, available, affordable, um, you know, free up the time. So it's it's going to connect all those dots. And, and this is what we're trying to achieve with this, um, really. And um, uh, once we have that, then you can put on it, you can put on that track a different, uh, you know, uh, each each brand will have its own needs for, for, for certain things. Absolutely. And I think that's quite interesting when we look at even just us three here now um, who are talking, we, you know, we've got a, a solution for um, quick, easy, flexible packaging 
to be ordered in a, in, a, in a quick way that already has a QR code and authentication system built into it. Um, and, you know, yeah. what we do is really the kind of entertainment and marketing side of things, the AR and the gamification and all that kind of stuff. And actually together there, there is a, a solution for all of those different types of needs. So I think you're right. It's not one company. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a partnership between um, different companies bringing together the solutions for the brands. And I think the thing that you've talked about here um, is, is education. Um, that is also what we talked about in Sharon, who was our first um, panelist who talked about, um, you know, the biggest barriers is actually helping brands to understand uh, what digital uh, packaging, smart packaging, active packaging, connected packaging, whatever you want to call it, actually is. And I think that's what you guys are, are kind of relaying here as well. There's still quite a lot of work to do, even though we know this is the future, there's still quite a lot of work. Uh, that needs to be done in terms of educating and explaining and we saw even in the session just before how many questions there were around what does the technology do how does that work why would you want to do it is there anything else you think other than education um, is something that's holding brands back or is it literally being able to really uh, disseminate the, the, the messaging there from my perspective I think it's um, um, it's it's a really a race to get everybody aware that the solution is out there. Because every time we ask, every time we start a discussion and we end up talking about EPAC Connect and they're surprised, they're pleasantly surprised that it's there. Mm -hmm. So there's a big element of that. There's, there's some work to be done on our side as well in terms of having an, an even better uh, engagement, online engagement with our customers to be able to place their orders click those the EPAC connect button using a web to print service where they can get get everything sorted on their own figure it out on their own time there's a there's a big chunk of um, work being done right now to to achieve this um, the, and 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 with more cases with more with more um, uh, you know um, industries engaging with this I think it will become really um, obvious to more and more uh, brand owners um so and 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 this is this is how we're scaling it up i think we have uh, a few 10 million pouches now in europe at least all all uh, coded all with, with data starting to 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 uh, become interesting um and it's it's being added every day and the, 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 we don't want to limit the, that engagement to actually people going and promoting ipa connect we want it to become obvious on its own Mm -hmm. So the more people are asking us, what is EPA Connect? What does CanTrust do? What does the more we feel that we need to actually explain it better, have the channels, and we need to shed the light that what can be done, and and uh, we really don't want those uh, questions answered over panels. We would like them answered through a very obvious way in the market on the shelf. It's clear where it does, you know, and and um, this is the objective for us. I think both, Nathan, right? It, yeah, yeah. light on that. Agreed. Yeah, and I, I, and and to extend, I mean, what I would want to just leave people with is is you got you got to take the leap. Um, you will never learn more than once you actually put something into practice. Mm -hmm. And and what we're seeing is both from the the business value that is generated from connected packaging, and then from your regulation, which is forcing it. 
that digital, you know, connected packaging, unique digital identifiers are here to stay. And, and, and you know, five years, few years off, we won't even be having this conversation that if they're coming or not, it's already going to be there. And what will happen is you got to learn is that these campaigns that you do, these projects you do are dynamic. As soon as you put a QR code out there, you're going to start to get feedback back from your customers. You're going to be collecting data on where scans are happening. You're going to see which content they're, they're, they're interacting with, which is interesting to them. And you can on the fly make these changes to adjust your, your campaigns or how you're interacting with your customers based off this feedback. And from that, you know, nothing and we can talk and theorize and do workshops. And those are important to understand. But at the end of the day, your customers are going to tell you what they want and what's valuable to them. And once you start to create that bridge to connect with them, it's going to give you're going to get that data back and with the right tools you and, and and people working with you you're going to be able to dynamically change that on the fly to start delivering more and more experiences so each project we do it starts off here and kind of those who are making iterative improvements over the time over the course of the year where they are when they start where they are when they start year two it's a world of difference and the interaction with their customers is very different no, absolutely, absolutely. So many, so many true things said um, in yeah. in this session. Thanks a lot, Johnny. Thanks a lot, Nathan. You know, I think we're trying to talk about moving the conversation from what to how, um, and also being able to realise that not only is it something that we see trending, but actually legislation is actually going to enforce a lot of this anyway. So uh, why not find out about it now? And if you want to learn the best ways to do it, so. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you very much, Johnny. Really fantastic to have you on. Thanks for the, all the information. And we'll share the links actually in the send out as well that you sent there as well. Great. So, thanks, Jenny. And thanks to all for the great questions. Appreciate everyone. it. <laughs> all good. Thank you very much. Well, stay tuned. In five more minutes, we will be looking at the rise in connected packaging. And I will be joined by Sukhdev Singh Sani, who is the Global Two-Path Packaging Manager at Colgate Palm Olive. Uh, Shane Tansy, who is Senior business manager, channel segment at Fujifilm Integrated Inkjet Solutions. And I will also be joined by Lucas Jova Silva, who is digital transformation sales solutions specialist from South America at SIG. It's going to be a fantastic panel. We're going to be looking at the US market, the Brazilian market, the European market, and really understanding the rise in connected packaging, what's happening, why that's happening, and what's going to be in the future. So stay tuned. We will be back in five minutes. Thank you very much.